Alternative Radio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Ken Mack and Coach JD Show. The future of finance is here. Prepare for freedom. Get ready to swallow the red pill because every week we're bringing you cutting edge, real, uncut, raw truths about finance in the world that you think you know to help you prepare for the biggest shift in generational wealth the world has ever seen. Warriors! Rise. Get your shit together. Let's go. Let's go. Rise. There we go. Grand Rising Warriors. Factory. He is live in Dubai. Show us where you're at. Man. At the Dubai Marina. Yes, yeah, so I'm down here in Dubai Marina just now. Um, I can't figure out how to turn the camera around, but uh, there we go. This is this this is where I live here down at the Dubai Marina, the billion dollar view. <laughs> beautiful. Within the quantum field and our perception of what's going on. Now the crazy thing, globally, we're going through this together. Globally, as a family, we're going through this together. This has not happened and it happened in our living history. There's been so many things that have happened geopolitical that have been separate. Maybe America's going through something, China's going through something, UK. But globally, we are going through a global financial reset that is going to change the way that we communicate, the way that we do business, how money moves through the system, how supply chain management moves through the system. And I keep saying to people, this is the greatest time in human history. Now, there's many different views on this. Some of the people think that this is a big takeover and it's scary. Well, it's all about paradigm, right? What you truly believe in your mind is going to be your truth, right? So if you think that the technology is going to ruin everything, then you're absolutely right. You're going to attract that. But what I think is going to happen is there's going to be a great connection of human beings all over the world. Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. So for things to get better, Things have to get worse. It's just how it, how it works, right? Contrast is necessary. In order to have a good relationship, you have to know what a bad relationship is. In order to feel healthy, you got to know what it feels like to be sick, right? In order to be rich, you got to know what it feels like to be poor. You have to have contrast in your life. And that's what we're experiencing globally, globally right now. So we're going to dive into it, really looking at opinion. So Ken is heading up to the deal-making factory right now. And what I want to talk about this week is, um, is the European banks right now. There's a lot happening. Now, if you watch the video I did this morning, it's going viral. And I talked about really understanding what is happening. You have BlackRock, which is one of the biggest asset managers in the world. Blackstone. Now, remember, Blackstone, Larry Fink went to Blackstone. Larry Fink left Blackstone, became the CEO of BlackRock, created BlackRock. 
And he was got his uh, claim to fame when he went to GE, when GE was struggling, General Electric, and he packaged up their investments and made them look really pretty. And he saved that company. Well, that gave him his, uh, I guess, recognition in the financial space. And lo and behold, he has been tapped by the Federal Reserve in 2007 during the biggest financial collapse in American history, the housing collapse. He was tapped by the Federal Reserve to balance out the markets. And as we went into 2020, the same thing happened. The Federal Reserve tapped BlackRock, one of the biggest asset managers in the world. So BlackRock and Blackstone are also looking at the European markets here to really dive into that. And the guy from Blackstone said something interesting this morning on the, uh, the video that I showed. He's like, yeah, we know that the markets are struggling right now, but we're heading in. So there is about to be one of the biggest financial collapses in history, whether it's your banking system, 401ks, pensions, but all around the world, countries are being destroyed. The, their uh, currencies are collapsing. America's interest rates are going to continue to go up. And as America's interest rates go up, as Biden eats his ice cream cone and tells you that everything's going to be OK, the American dollar is really strong. Well, guess what, American and guess what, working class person all over the world, when the American dollar continues to go up and come stronger, it crushes the middle class and working class. So unfortunately, the working class is going to move down to the working poor as we head into this new quantum financial system. And there's so many different things happening within the SEC versus Ripple case. That is going to be a, a history making case when that thing is settled, especially if this thing is deemed a currency and they beat the SEC. It is going to be one of the biggest cases in financial history. We know that the CFTC is trying to bring Bitcoin up, up underneath as a commodity. If you go to the CFTC's website in America, Bitcoin is labeled as a commodity. And then Ethereum's in this weird ecosystem right now. Is it a security? Is it a commodity? But XRP is being traded as a currency all over the world or used as a currency. So we're going to dive into this today. I'm going to really bring up some news right now, and then we'll dive into Ken's opinion on this um, as we go into this. And again, this is more about you guys. I want to make this very clear, you the listener. So any questions you may have, please put them in the comments here. Uh, we've been getting a lot of great uh, feedback around the format of this. The more interactive this becomes, the more that we learn. We are just sharing information. We are not financial advisors. None of this is financial advice. We're just documenting our journey. But the more information or questions you ask may be something that somebody else is wondering. So if you're on the podcast, I'll verbalize the question, and then we'll do our best to answer that question. So I want to show you this news here. So Credit Suzy's, a Swiss, I keep wanting to say Suzy's, to pay $234 million uh, to end French tax probe. So there's a lot going on with Credit Suisse right now. Okay, Now, Credit Suisse is a big part of the European banking system. And on Thursday, there's going to be announcements. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, the European banks are going to be putting out their reports, basically. So the Super Bowl is Thursday and what's happening with Credit Suisse. So high noon for Credit Suisse as European banks' earnings uh, awaited. European's top investment bank takes center stage this week in earnings session that's been fraught with fallout from the war in Ukraine, runaway inflation, and hawkish central banks. The European Central Bank is priming another hefty hike in interest rates this week as investors' attention increasingly switches to how high it will eventually push. So if you see interest rates continuing to go up, this is my perception and my perception only. As America continues to jack up interest rates, they're trying to cool inflation. But remember, when interest rates go up through the roof, they're trying to cool inflation. What do companies have to do? Okay, when interest rates go up through the roof, since 1982, we've been in a low interest rate environment, right? That was an inflationary event, 81 and 82. Since 81 and 82, we've been in a low interest rate environment. Money's been dirt cheap. So as an entrepreneur or somebody who's very wealthy and you know how to use debt 
as an advantage to get more assets, you can borrow money very, very cheap. Okay. So the big companies always get bailed out. So what happened was in 2020, we looked this way at the C word and another narrative going on this way shuts us down and they pump stimulus into the system. Okay. Trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars flood into the system. At the same time, they buy more mortgage backed securities than they ever had in history and so many junk bonds from companies that should not be alive. And so now as we sit on the stock exchange, many of these companies are zombie companies. They say 20% of the companies should not even be alive because of stimulus. Well, now here's what you're going to see in the next six to nine months. You're going to see things like this that are going to cause a reverberation effect, like a, there's going to be a rock and then a boulder thrown in the pond. And it's going to go out and it's going to about six to nine months. You're going to see layoffs because now companies will not be able to borrow cheap money to keep their companies going. Number two is the reason why they raise interest rates, because companies lower they, they the inflation goes down because what they do is like, I can't raise my prices anymore because nobody will buy anything. So in order to keep operating, guess what they do? They let go of you, you, the people right? You start to lose your job. So when then somebody at an ice cream shop loses their job, they no longer can play their auto loan, right? Then if they can't pay their auto loan or they can't buy a loan, right? Somebody at the bank no longer can, they need less people. So it causes this effect. Then the next person gets laid off at the, uh, down the street at the uh, Home Depot, right? That person no longer has a job. They can't pay it. So it just causes this reverberation effect. And about six to nine months down the road, we're going to see super, um, super high interest rates, right? There's going to be massive job layoffs. That's why they keep saying, you know, Biden keeps saying the economy is strong, right? Well, yeah, right now you're just raising interest rates, but you, it, it's like a planted seed. The seed is planted right now. And then this week is so critical to pay attention to this. Okay. So credit Suisse, we're going to see on Thursday, what their reports are. Also credit Suisse chief compliance officer is set to leave the firm. There's a mass exodus of CEOs right now, of chief financial officers. And why do you think that's happening? There's massive changes coming in the banking system. So Credit Suisse Group AG's uh, chief compliance officer, Ralph Lopez Lorenzo, is set to leave the firm in the coming weeks after spending a little more than a year in his spot, according to people familiar with the decision. So there's a lot going on financially, Warriors. A lot happening um, from... Americans right now in a position where interest rates are going so high, inflation, people can't afford to live anymore. The uh, credit index is going up. People are starting to put gas on their credit cards. They're starting to put normal everyday expenses on their credit cards. And they said that people making 100000 or more are now living paycheck to paycheck. And so this is going to be, it's going to start to speed up quite a bit. And so I just want you guys to prepare for this type of stuff mentally. Now, this is nothing new under the sun. This is what I want to share with people. Nothing new under the sun. In the Roman days, they put us in the Colosseum and they got us drunk off the wine. Three days before Jesus was crucified, he was flipping over the money changers. This is a cyclic micro and macroeconomic thing that happens over and over again in human history. There's a beautiful part, a beautiful silver lining around this. If you understand that when everything collapses, it's the greatest time to become wealthy. And unfortunately, it's, you know, it's, it's some people are going to be in pain. Some people are going to suffer from this type of stuff. But if you can be the one in your family to, to cut for a little spending right now, to create some cash flow, to invest in some speculative assets, to change your frame of mind by reading Think and Grow Rich, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Richest Man in Babylon, and understanding that you need to rewire your subconscious mind because our subconscious mind is coming from the Great Depression. Your grandparents taught your parents Eat everything on your plate. We can't afford that. Scarcity, scarcity, scarcity. But this is our opportunity to break free 
from that scarcity mindset. So, Ken, did you make it to the deal-making factory? I am, but the deal-making factory. But before I go into the factory, I thought we'd just share this amazing yes. view from the best city in the world. This is a, a mesmerizing view to look at uh, when all of the lights go on here in the darkness. But th this here is uh, Dubai Marina. This is where it's all happening. And uh, I, I can safely share my location here in Dubai because this is how safe it is in Dubai. It's uh, an, a magnificent part of the world. So I'm just about to jump into uh, the office. So I just wanted to, uh, yeah, just share the vibes, share the energy here in Dubai. Yeah, that's beautiful, beautiful. We say hello from Houston, Texas. Uh, we're out here in Arizona. So he's in the beautiful Dubai Marina. Awesome view. It's so beautiful out there. I got to experience that view. It's absolutely amazing. Dubai is a beautiful, beautiful place. Very safe, too. It's so wild. You know, you have these perceptions when you go out to different places that you've never experienced. And that's why I always tell people, make sure you don't get your information just from experience things for yourself. Right. I had this perception um, as I went out there, like what it was going to be like. Right. And I was like, wow, what is this going to be like as, you know, the perception? And when I got there, it's the safest place I've ever been in my life. We, I mean, we're walking around like two o'clock in the morning, coming back from an event and it, there's no crime on the streets. It, it feels safe. It's clean. It's uh, it, it, everybody's entrepreneurs. Everybody's working hard. Such an interesting dynamic. You know, a thing that was pretty interesting too, Ken, there is that um, I noticed you don't ever tip there. It's such an interest in America. You, you go get Starbucks coffee and they, you, know, you get a tip. So is there, is there something to that where there's no tipping system there? Yeah, well, they don't expect it here in Dubai at all, um, and they don't pressure you to tip either. Sometimes they might add a service charge, uh, some of the more expensive clubs, but it's not customary to uh, to leave a tip in Dubai. If you want to, of course, you know you can leave a tip, but it's not something which is expected uh, or is normal um, here. Not, I'm not saying that people don't tip here in Dubai, but um, there is no obligation. I know yeah. in the USA it's frowned upon, for example, not to tip, and in fact, it's an insult. Uh, to the staff not to tip so i totally understand the tipping uh, uh tipping situation yeah. um in the usa but of course here in dubai you know things are a little bit uh, different um i just wanted to uh you know whilst we're speaking about this crash share something with you guys i'm gonna just uh bring up the charts here yeah. uh, screen. on the right side here in comments go ahead and leave your comments um we'll answer some questions so one of the questions before he pulls this up should i buy more algo or hbar that's a personal decision um i definitely have been stacking i stocked algorand quite a bit um i am buying hbar currently not financial advice i'm dollar cost averaging into hbar right now so i have both of those in my portfolio all right got the charts up let's take a look at what happens back um in the last crisis back in 2008 um, so taking a look at silver, okay, uh, so we had the peak here, uh, lots of inflation, and then the big peak, and then we had the crash, which uh, it lasted until 2009, was it one year? Approximately one year, uh, and we dropped by 57% in price, so it almost lost half of its value, and then we went on to rally up by about 400% to the looks of it, 462%. So what I'm seeing is exactly the same thing happening now as the dollar becomes stronger, which it should do. Um, the asset value should be dropping. So this, I'm what I'm showing you here, guys, is an opportunity. To, so let's say that we drop by 58%. 
from this uh, peak here, 58% would mean that we would just be below this line here. So there we are, basically <laughs> right on the support. I wonder if I can put a line, there we are. So that green line there um, is where we should drop to, $14.50. But if we do that, I'm pretty certain that we have officially bottomed out. Markets are forward thinking, by the way. So when the Fed does decide to pivot, it's going to be a huge increase in price. I wonder if I can even illustrate that with this chart here. Now, if you're listening on the podcast, he's pulling up the silver chart right now. So, okay. so we should rally from 15, $15. So I need to do this again. So as far as it can go, it's going to be further than $70 per hour. So it's going to be a 3x, 24 exit. Yeah, 3, 3.5 exit. As far as it gets, a 356% increase. But what I'm, what I'm doing is I'm just showing you what I am expecting. Taking a look back in history, yeah. crash. Okay, so let's take a look one more time. The crash was 50, approximately 58%. So gold, which is a more stable asset. Let's go back to 2008. Uh, that was here. Um, and the crash was 33%. So um, it wasn't as aggressive as uh, silver because, of course, um, gold is a lot more stable. It's a lot uh, more of a stable currency. That's a real currency, by the way. So we're having that. You see, it's like a fractal. It's playing out exactly what happened back there. So we had the, the mini crash of 30, let's just call it 34%. And now we have dipped by 21%, 22%. And if we continue to follow what happened back in 2008, we should be down about here, right on the support again. Right there. So I, well, you know, if we go down that low, that's going to be the buying opportunity of a lifetime. So perhaps buying right now is not the best idea, but you are risking, you are risking us bottoming out here, which, you know, anything is possible. But if we go on to have, um, you know, the same rally that we had, which started here, just as a comparison, uh, back in 2008, so we went up by 185%. So let's say, which, sorry, for those who are listening on the podcast, it was $1,900. Oh. So let's say we got by 185% again this time from this line down here. So let's say we bottom out at 1368. Again, it's off, it's off the chart, but it's going to be, we're going to be needing $4,000 per ounce if we, have a replay of what happened back in 2008. Wow. Um, now, and I just want to say as well that this did happen over a period of time. So that was between 2008 and 2011. So three years. So between the beginning of next year and three years onwards into the future, I'm pretty sure that gold and silver is going to be a, um, you know, history. Um, learn by history, 5,000 years worth of history with gold and silver, it's going to be a pretty safe bet. And people don't buy gold and silver to, uh, you know, you don't buy it with the mindset that you're buying it to make money. You're buying it as a protection mechanism um, so that you can uh, offset a financial disaster, exactly what we've got happening in the economies just now, and that is real money. Um, I am not a big fan of uh, paper assets. I am a more of a fan of tangible assets. So I just wanted to, uh, to point out the gold and silver chart. 
Should we take a quick look as well and just see what happened back in 2007, just out of curiosity on the DXY? And there too, before you jump into this, is that what I did a video this morning about uh, central banks, they're stacking gold. They are stacking, stacking, stacking gold right now. And so what could happen too is with them stacking gold, and I know China doesn't really release their true amount of how much they have, but people need to think about that. Why are central banks stacking gold? Why did they change the Basel III laws in banking? I think it was 2020 or 2021, where banks have to have physical gold on reserves for riskier assets. So there's something happening. So they're getting set up, just like Ken is saying, with God's money, with gold behind the scenes for something massive coming. <clears throat> Absolutely. De definitely. Um, taking a look here, the DXY in 2008, we can see we had the big crash. Um, well, crash in the DXY from 2004 to 2008, and then this pump right the way up to... Well, it was in the space of 294 days, and really from there, it didn't stop. Like, we bottomed out in the DXY at 70, we pumped up to 89, and then we had this kind of W, then we just broke out, and up and up. So the dollar just continued to get stronger and stronger. Um, we, we could, by the way, have a retrace back to 103, uh, but I don't think this is going to stop anytime soon. You know, I'm, I'm still a believer that we are... Um, fifteen percent from the top. Wow, yeah, it's, it's not looking good. Yeah, and just and so that's you know, why you need God's money. Yeah. So what he's saying is that the, the dollar strength. And when people are like, "Well, you would think in America, right? Well, if the dollar's going up, doesn't that help us? No, it doesn't. It helps people who are very, very wealthy who are trading currencies back and forth. If you're going over to another country that has uh, the, the dollar going up is crushing other countries' currencies. So if you're traveling or you're importing from foreign countries, yeah, it might help you. But if you're just a normal working class person, the dollar going up is that's interest rates. They're jacking up the interest rates, which hurts the normal everyday person. So. Yeah, this, you know, the, the US dollar is literally bullying all, all of the other global currencies because they're getting hurt and smashed against the US dollar. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, for example, me, a uh, British guy, um, you know, I'm living in Dubai just now. Um, so we've had rental increases, 35, 40% uh, ourselves. And along with the inflation, uh, we've lost a, a huge amount of purchasing power um, because the Durham is pegged at the dollar. So we've got the, uh, the, I think it was 20% something, uh, a de decrease that we've had against the US dollar. So we've had the loss of purchasing power and infl inflation as well. Damn. I just want to check it on this other chart here and see um, what the actual figure is. Yeah, let's we'll say so. Updating, uh, updating of your education is going to be key moving forward. The stuff you learn in school is not going to be useful. Not at all. Yeah, 100%. The indoctrination system is, it teaches you to be poor. It's 100%. The the jail system it's is designed that way. Yeah, you got to design that way. For school, the white bless for the prison system, they're set up exactly the same way. I mean, it's not to empower you to think outside the box, to grow, to understand how money works, the cash flow quadrant, all those things. They should be teaching the cash flow quadrant, right? They teach people to be workers. And everybody's been indoctrinated in the system now, and they've learned to save their money, do a 401k, get a pension. And, and in turn, right now, that old paradigm is being smashed. 21.835% is uh, what the dollar and the British pound uh, differences now so we've lost 21.8 percent against the dollar wow oh. in the last year so that's absolutely shocking um yeah and teaching you to save is literally the worst advice um 
Uh, it's scam advice. That, that's what it is. If somebody's telling you to, to, to save, then they're literally scamming you. Yeah. That's the yeah. worst advice that you could ever take from anybody. So anybody that's told you to save your money, save to invest, yes, but saving, stacking cash is a horrible advice. Don't listen to these people. Delete them, block them. In 1971, so $1, in 1971, they attached them the gold standard. It takes $7.47 around that to buy the same thing a dollar would buy in 1971. So you ask yourself, has your pay gone up that much? Absolutely not. Your productivity has gone through the roof, but your pay has not gone up that much. So the same, so if somebody teaching you to save, like as Ken's saying, with this fiat, fake currency that they're just printing into oblivion, and you save in 1971, if you had hundreds of thousands of dollars in your savings account, literally every single day, if you're not investing it, it just keeps going down and going down and going down. And you know, that old paradigm of put your money under your mattress or put your money in a safe, you need to get it into something like gold, silver, an investment, a business, um, real estate, something that's going to actually appreciate. So something timeless, uh, money is not timeless. Money's got an expiry date. And as you've seen in the UK, um, certain notes are now non-usable. They're not uh, legal tender anymore. But if you've got a bar of gold in a safe, then that's timeless. A bar of gold is always going to be a bar of gold. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know about you, Coach JV, but I'm very happy to sell um, things and receive gold and silver um, as bartability because I'm receiving real money. I'm receiving God's money. It's timeless. You can't uh, um, say that a bar of gold is going to expire in 50 or 60 years. A bar of gold is a bar of gold. Yeah, it's well, and then with the new digital currencies too. I, I don't know if it's rumor; people say it's true. But in China, they're putting expiration dates on currency, which yeah. is on digital currency. So if you had ten thousand dollars in your account, I'm just making this up. And then uh, a year later, if you don't use your currency, it expires. I mean, then think about that. That's crazy. But you can't do that with gold, right? That's why the central banks are stacking gold right now. Uh, this question is: Did XRP case finish in April? What do you think? Do I think it'll finish in April? I don't know. I, I've been I've been currently wrong about every single. I don't predict dates anymore because I was really off with the XRP case. We had no idea it was going to go this long. What we do know is it's getting to a head. I think it's not going to end until they're ready to usher in the new uh, monetary system, in my opinion. But we'll see what happens. So, understanding money and banks and basic economics is key, one hundred percent. Shamita, where yeah, this is it. This month it ended. We're coming up, and it's so wild. The Shemitah ended this month, and then we got the Credit Suisse thing happening right now. That's this week. This week is going to be huge for banking, guys. Pay attention. So Thursday, Credit Suisse uh, launches their numbers, and the CFO is stepping down at this time. So interesting. So uh, Dubai, yep, that's where Ken's at right now. Hillbilly Deluxe, good morning. Let's see. I'm moving to the U.S. Um, the USA's, what did you say? I'm moving there is the USA screws over tech advancement. Uh, see Scotland. Let's see. Uh, is it true Dubai is against weed, marijuana? I don't think they would be cool with me growing. Is it? Are, is it? Are they against marijuana over there? Uh, yeah, uh, things like that are physically banned. You don't want really to be doing stuff like that here in Dubai. I would save that for uh, for places where it's legal, like Amsterdam, for example. Yep. Uh, listen to HBAR's recent update from the HBAR Foundation made me even more bullish. They can transfer a cent for 0 0.001, if I understand correctly. Um, let's see. Let's see if we get some questions here. If you know some servers that got paid $2 and some change an hour, the charge for running the customer's credit cards also comes out of their pay. It's terrible. Right, right. They are completely at the mercy of the tipper. Oh, I see what you're saying. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, let's see. Uh, green have an NFT 
sale where they invest in growing product for a discount. Okay. Uh, let's see, is gold and silver correlated with BTC? Ken, do you it kind of is because when the, usually when the DXY is gaining strength, then assets like gold and silver and Bitcoin are going down in value. So you could say so, not all the time, but quite often you see uh, when the DXY, as we know, it's inversely correlated uh, with these asset classes, then yeah, you, you could say to an extent, yeah, it's interesting. The, the man, what do, what do you think the monetary system's going with the CBDC, and what is your opinion on all of this? Like, with uh, it's just so. Is it by coincidence that all of a sudden, you know, in November, I think the UK is launching their CBDC. We got Credit Suisse going through this in October right now. It's a restructure in the monetary system. You got America launching Fe, uh, FedNow services in 2023. The XRP Ripple case is getting really close to settling, which is going to bring in regulation. It's like seems like lockstep. And then tomorrow I'm going to do a video on a video that's going viral. This is wild. I'm going to show you guys something real quick. Um, this will this will trip you guys out, man. So this was back in 2019, November. Look who's sitting around on the stage tonight. You will see sitting around this table here, guys. Look at this. There's Gary Gensler right there. Gary Gensler, the, dude, the, the, the head of the SEC. This is a digital, at, the, at that point he was the head, was he the CFTC? No, he was a head professor at MIT for crypto. So this is a digital currency wars and national security crisis simulation. So what I'm doing in my video tomorrow is I go through, so this is a simulation in 2019, okay? As they state things, I go through and I break down that they're all facts now. Literally everything that they talk about in this simulation Gary Gensler is the head of the SEC now. It's like they predicted that he would be in charge of the SEC and everything they say in the simulation has come true. Almost everything. I, I'm literally going to cross-reference. I'm like, holy cow. And then uh, before the C word, right, they had a pandemic preparedness at the World Economic Forum. And then by March 2020 and 2019, so they had a pandemic preparedness. So you know what pandemic I'm talking about. By March 2020, we were in a full pandemic, right? This was in 2019. And then I'm going to show you the same thing I did with the C word. I'm going to show you that all the things that they talk about in this simulation came true, which is right. They simulated the C word back in November. It was called, uh, what was it called again? Yeah, was it? Let's look at it. It was, uh, it was with the World Economic Forum, right? It simulation was, uh, something 501 or event 201. Yeah, something like that. Yep. And it, it's like by March, we we're fully, fully into it, man, which is crazy. So it says, my grandfather was born during the Shemitah year and passed during one. Also, this just a coincidence? I don't know. Coincidence. Coincidence. Uh, let's see. So we'll answer your ask questions here. So I'm just, it's just an exciting time right now, Warriors. It's just an exciting time. It's, it's, you got to be diligent though. You got to be diligent. I would be working to create cash flow right now. That's what I'm working to do. I'm working to free up capital, free up capital. But as Ken said, very important. You free up cash, get that shit into an investment, something that is timeless. I like that. Something that's timeless, something that you know is going to be here in the future. Is that what you mean by timeless? Something that is going to be here? Yeah, you know, land is timeless. Um, Bitcoin, you can say, is timeless. Um, gold and silver, any precious metals are timeless. Mm -hmm. um, watches as an investment in a time like now, I would be super careful um, because it, people are going to start liquidating these kind of assets um, as they become more desperate. So I know that I was speaking about watches as an asset class before. I'm starting to wind back a uh, dial back on that one now as we go deeper into the recession uh, only specific watches tick that box 
Uh, but land, gold, silver, uh, you know, these are sovereign, sovereign currencies. Well, you could, don't want to use the word sovereign. Gold and silver are, yes. Yeah. Uh, but uh, land, you know, in the UK, it's still owned by the crown. So they still have an element of control, um, regardless of whether you lock it in a trust or you lock it in an SPV or in your own private name. Um, so you've got to be super careful. There's not, not many things that you can run to nowadays that you're completely safe in. Uh, and, you know, I've, I've gone through many different things myself and I've always narrowed it back down to gold, silver, platinum, palladium, rhodium mm -hmm. um, as the, the ultimate sovereign currencies. And like from my side, the, you know, the only answer, you know, this is the most exciting time to be alive. And the only answer is if you're thinking of starting a business in a time like now, it's probably a terrible decision. Because if nine out of ten businesses fail, then you don't have the time to fail. Um, buying businesses is the ultimate. It's the absolute, absolute ultimate way to create revenue is to buy revenue by your customers so that you can get immediate access to capital. So you can go out there and just buy a small cleaning business and keep on buying small businesses. So you're better to invest your money if you want to buy something and uh, structure it the way that we do. We do it with no money down. A leverage buyout, but let's say you just invest some capital without a leverage buyout and you buy small cleaning businesses. That's a better um, idea than going out there and investing perhaps in gold. Take the revenue and then use that revenue that your business is generating and then buy even more gold, not investment advice at all. But I'm just trying to, um, you know, give you guys a little push here to give you an idea of what's happening inside my head. So yeah. you want to get access to as much revenue as you physically can yes yes so important and, and the greatest way to build wealth is business i mean it's you write your own paycheck right i mean like well, i remember when there was such a cool experience when you you brought us into that factory that you guys brought on that small factory the fall, small shop that you brought on that um manufacturing place where they're manufactured for those washer dishwasher places and uh think about that they went in there and they opened up a night shift and doubled the revenue. I mean, that's, you're literally, where can you do that? What job can you do that? Where all of a sudden you can just change efficiencies and you can double your revenue. And then what he's saying is once you double that revenue, what you do with that revenue is so unbelievably important. I keep talking about deploying capital, right? Getting access to capital, getting money, and then deploying it somewhere else, not just sitting on that. So it says, do you think uh, Clint, a Glint, Glint card connected to gold <laughs> I have concerns regarding spending it uh, creates capital gains taxes. I'm not, I've never experienced I would that. be super careful because Glint was in administration um, years ago. Um, and when that happened, nobody could get access to any of their funds. Um, so they say it's asset backed. Uh, the only way that I personally would trust that it's asset backed is if you physically own the asset. For example, Acquirify. Acquirify are going to have a, an asset-backed gold investment pool, and one ounce of gold is going to be one NFT through mm. an SPV. So you will actually physically own an ounce of gold in the form of an NFT. So unless you have got the physical proof that you own that gold, then I would be super cautious, especially with a company like Glint that have filed for administration in the past. Smart. 
Smart. Yeah. Anything with that, you want to make sure like, like the banks too. the banks, they're making them, they're going from paper to physical gold for riskier assets. Um, so it says coach JV and Ken, the book, uh, the creature from Jekyll Island certainly opened up my eyes. The banking system and its creation is certainly concerning and the manipulation is sought to create. Yeah. It's a very powerful book. So once you open up your eyes, it's time to take action. When you look at that stuff and say, okay, so what is actually going on here, right? The Federal Reserve is not even connected to the government. When I learned that the Federal Reserve isn't even part of the government, it's really interesting dynamic. It's a group of very, very wealthy bankers that are controlling the monetary system. I always say Jamie Dimon and uh, Larry Fink in America are actually the presidents of the United States. I mean, whatever they say goes, right? They move, whoever controls the information, controls the people, controls the money. It's just always been that way in human history. So uh, income-based real estate and is a safe bet also. Let's see. I started reading the book, The Creature of Jekyll Island by G. Edward Griffin. I love it. Thank you, Coach and Ken. Good job, guys. A great job activating on this stuff, by the way, not just looking at this as entertainment. Yeah, respect, respect. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's good that people are actually listening and watching and taking action, um, which is great to see. Yeah, so it says, what's the best resource for my dad that is about to retire? He doesn't believe he needs no money down to buy a business or farmland. So why don't they just uh, take some money, buy an apartment or buy some real estate, but they use that as a deposit. So, you know, use this money as a deposit and just rent the property out and get a yield, you know, something nice and simple. Mm -hmm. um, you know, for me, my retirement uh, plan is just property. Uh, I'm just retiring on the rental income that I'm getting from property, real estate. But uh, again, not investment advice, but he needs to be looking at something that's going to be cash flowing, that's going to provide him an income. So... Now, does your dad really want the hassle of owning a business if, if he's retired? Probably not. Um, so, you know, a better retirement decision would be real estate, real estate that's cash flowing. Yeah. Let's see. So this person says, I have a glint. I do buy gold through them, but I use it to spend it whenever needed. See, good morning, good people. Good morning, blessed for success. Thank you for coming. Thank you for your comments, guys. Questions help a lot. Comments help a lot because we want to make sure that readers on the or listeners on the podcast or YouTube get a lot of value. Also, make sure you check out uh, Ken's YouTube channel. If you go to the description, very easy. All you got to do is click at and boom, it'll take you right over to his YouTube channel. So go like, subscribe, make sure you comment. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. Good morning. It says buying income generating real estate is good. Just realized you are near the top of the market and your next income will go down as the market fades. Yep. That's correct. Okay. Yep. So awesome content. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. So also the uh, also better than cash alliance, which is UN based global partnership has some articles on ripple labs. I'll have to check that out. John Compton. Thank you so much. Why does that name sound familiar? John Compton. Hmm. Um, I have US, USDC now on ETH, where to move. Uh, would you buy PAX Gold? What are your thoughts, Ken? I think PAX Gold is pretty cool. Um, that is that, that is physically backed by gold. So um, for me, I would rather buy PAX Gold than I would uh, anything to do with Glint because of uh, you know the, the experience of uh, having money in Glint and receiving that letter from them. So Pax Gold, uh, the only thing that you do need to check is sometimes the um, the price on Binance or Nexo, for example, can be different from the actual spot price. So just make sure that you are buying at the correct price, but it is physically backed as far as I know. Don't quote me, but uh, when I looked into it, it does appear to be physically backed by gold. Awesome. It says, Glint says they, they do store our gold in a safe box. Should I be worried? 
don't Perhaps know. the reserves are, but um, you know, you're, you're better. What you are better to have is an NF. Excuse me, an NFT. I'm pretty sure that Pax Gold is an NFT. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anybody who can offer you an actual NFT in exchange for an ounce of gold, that's what you need to have. That's awesome. Uh, let's see. Hold on, that farmland purchase. Hold on, real estate crash coming 2023, man. I think so. I think yeah. so. Yeah, uh, 20, 30% is what we should be seeing. And a recession that should be lasting uh, you know, the best part of five to 10 years. Wow. What's up, Abs? One of the greatest hosts in human history. Good morning, Crypto Show. Check them out. Let's see. Uh, Veer Hafti Floman. Uh, yes, risky the time to buy real estate. It It's uber inflated. Although historical, it doesn't depreciate. Hmm. Um, how much income do you need to live in Dubai? It's a very subjective question, and it depends on what kind of lifestyle that you're looking for. You know, um, $150,000 on rent per year to me might not be a lot of money, but to other people, that could be a salary. So, um, you know, it's a very subjective uh, question. And I don't, uh, you know, live here in Dubai, uh, you know, on any particular budget, but from living in other uh, cities and, you know, if you compare London, Singapore, Hong Kong, then for me, Dubai is a lot cheaper. Um, than, than living in these other cities. Um, but yeah, everything is subjective depending on your affordability, what it is that you're looking for, what kind of lifestyle uh, that you are looking to live. But uh, certainly I am not uh, living here on any type of budgets, uh, nor do I uh, check you know, how much things are on the shelf or check my bank balance after I've done my shopping. Right, right. And that's where we all want to get to, Warriors, that free dome where you do not have to look at your bank balance. And that's not what they taught you to do in school. You've been indoctrinated at a very, 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 very deep level to get that paycheck on Friday. Right? Everybody's like, oh, payday for all these things. Like Monday is, just, you know, I, I think uh, Ripley's, believe it or not, the, the Guinness Book of World Records deemed Monday one of the shittiest days or something like that. I'm like, why? don't even indoctrinate that. Why? Like, why would they say that, man? Monday is the best day of the week. Monday is my favorite day. This is my favorite day. And that's a great day, dude. Yes. Such a great day. A lot of productivity happening, a lot of business deals happening. And so, all right. So, so don't, do not grow weed in Dubai. They will, (laughs) they will saw your hand off probably. Yeah. Maybe not here in Dubai, but uh, you'd be certainly looking at some kind of jail sentence. (laughs) You don't want to go there. Probably will not be coming back. So coach JV, how do you feel about LCX partnership? With Quant, I have not dove into that, and I do not have any information on that. My apologies. I'm big on QNT. Uh, I'm loving me some QNT, but I have not dove into that. So um, let's see here. Let's see. Do you think price appreciation will happen in the emerging markets for crypto before the U.S. since this U.S. is so slow with everything? I think it's all interconnected, man. I think the U.S. is uh, – I, I think the interest rates in the U.S., in my opinion, it's all um, – lockstep like like all right us you're going to crush all the other economies this is going to help us bring in this new monetary system i think they're all working together behind the scenes in my personal opinion it just seems too calculated it seems like things are you know it's like okay uh you know russia invade ukraine supply chain management cut them off the swift system and then boom it's like and i'm going to show all these connections to this simulation thing tomorrow it just seems like everything is happening lockstep november uk is going into their i think it's uk that's is it uk that's launching their digital currency with Credit Suisse, it's like Bitcoin. everything. What's that? Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Yes. So yes. So that, I mean, it's just like <laughs> right, right during this Credit so Suisse, funny. it seems too coordinated to me. I don't know. It just seems too coordinated. But 
Of course, dude. They're all pulling the strings. The elite are pulling the strings of the of the uh, of the uh, the puppet master uh, puppet the puppets. Mm-hmm. Currently, the, puppet, the puppet master is pulling the string of the puppets. I should say. Yeah, it's always tell people be careful. The left and right created the left and right to make people fight. It's like you know, the Republican president coming back. It's all it's all the same monetary system. Like it's all, say, all money go hand in hand. Currently uh, researching ways to buy re no Real money. Estate. Real estate, okay, and business with no money down. Uh, thank you both for sharing so much knowledge. Yeah, Ken is the master of that. Yeah, real estate with no money down is super simple. I'll give you a quick uh, strategy. Uh, so all that you need to do is create a company, um, then get a lease management agreement with the landlord, find a property that you can rent out with uh, on serviced accommodation, give them guaranteed rental income. So whether that property makes money or not, you give them that guaranteed yield. Uh, get it out uh, on Booking.com, Expedia, Javago, TripAdvisor. Use a channel manager called Evivo uh, or SiteMinder or Little Hotel Layer, which uh, has got an XML connection, puts it out to all of the OTAs. So get, uh, they do all the marketing for you. Then that property starts cash flowing. Um, get all of the money running into that company. Then use that company. Get an option to buy with the landlord so that you can buy that property at market value within a certain period of time. So say within two years of the option to buy. And then let's say 18 months down the line, you've accumulated enough money within that company bank account to pay down the deposit of that property. Um, and then you've bought that property with no money down. You've simply used the revenues that the property has generated, the difference from what you pay the landlord to what you've got in the bank account. That pays down the mortgage. Um, and then the company owns the property. And you've uh, not had to take that money into a personal bank account, thus meeting a income tax because you've not had to pay any income tax on that property i'm not a tax advisor at all and this is not financial advice um but that would be the best strategy and i've used it many many times before to buy property with no money down and monetize it uh, for the maximum gain through all of the online travel agents um who have done all the marketing for you so that you don't need to do it yourself and it's a very very profitable um strategy that i've done for many years it's powerful so, so much knowledge, man. Scott. So Scott says, are you aware of the evil regulation being pushed by SBF? Sam Bankman-Fried. Uh, BitBoy went completely viral with that, that video he did. Um, I highly recommend you go check it out where he just loses it and just goes off on these people. <laughs> that was the funniest shit I've ever seen, man. That was so funny. To be able to blacklist anyone's private crypto. Well, I'll tell you what, um, in t- Scott, I love you so much. Uh, anytime there has uh, economics or politics, there's always some type of agenda and there's a blacklist and there's, uh, you know, look at what's happening with these influencers, man, being taken off. You know, uh, um, Andrew Tate, they shut down his uh, PayPal. They shut down his uh, everything. They shut everything down, the access to the system. So he's opened up in his own bank. And then you have, you know, Kanye. I'm not saying support for whatever. I'm just saying these are things that are happening. Kanye, they shut down all his stuff. Chase Bank shut down his bank account. So that basically they've been able to do all this type of stuff to us anyways. If you have a bank account, a regular bank account they can just shut your bank account down right away and so um no i'm totally aware of this and there's there's you know there's darkness in every single nook and cranny of every single system we're going to go into but um yes yeah, got 100 watching this narrative uh, play out and it'll be really interesting to see what happens so um i'm sure you guys will all see that video where bitboy just goes ballistic that's um, ridiculous yeah, so 165 people here. Oh, thank you so much. Appreciate it, Andrew. Andrew Tate's here in Dubai. He's uh, right next to me on the Pam. Uh, he's living here in a huge big villa. That's amazing. Do you think central banks are Marxists? Um, what does that mean? Uh, Mark, I can't. My, my CFO is. Oh, he's not here. Um, he's really big. I, Marxist is. Um, 
gosh, I can't. If somebody can explain it better, because I, I, he always explains what extreme Marx left wing, uh, too far left method of socio socioeconomic analysis that uses yeah. a material. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> ISO tokens. I presume they will moon, and that wasn't collapsing with you, David. It's just funny. We're both like, what the heck? I presume they will moon um, in stay by here iso tokens yeah iso tokens are gonna be part of the system uh love monday we love mondays at the warrior academy uh, mondays are great absolutely um i send all my love all, all my bills on monday i love it, <laughs> love it. monday moon day money day baby that's, yeah, that's cool change your frame of mind warriors change your frame of mind like don't just gold is good one for digital gold yeah yeah it is Nice abs. Oh, thank you. You're saying to have abs. Now you're talking about Abdullah. Just kidding. Um, as America, as an American, a good read in Confessions of an Economic Hitman, a decent uh, a descent into why Americans are hated around the world. Well, yeah, I can see why. Um, but thank you, Johnny Ripple. Oh, God, huh? I should, I should I shouldn't have said anything about weed. <laughs> Everybody's jumping <laughs> in on that one, man. I'll tell you what, they legalize shrooms, man. I'm getting into that business in America. Um, LCX and QNT working on CBDC development, man. I don't know. I just, I, I see, I see. you know, when BitBoy just went ballistic on uh, that Sam Bankman Free guy, it's like when people create something, right? It's like, think about Ethereum, right? Ethereum's deep in the banking system. So, you know, this guy, Buterick, creates this Ethereum at 14 years old. You don't think they went knocking on his door when they saw how powerful the system is and said, listen, you're joining the system. You're joining the system or this or we're going to, you know, you'll be wealthy. The rest of your, your family will be wealthy. I don't know. There's just a lot of things going on. And it's like I try to stay out of the noise and just focus on what I can do currently within this paradigm instead of getting caught up in it. So DLT through leader, quant, uh, crypto assets, pioneer, L LCX with further acceleration, the progression towards CBDCs. Thank you, uh, Abs. Um, ISO compliant tokens, I presume they will moon and stay there. Gotcha, gotcha. Not like 2017, bull run, uh, be like pumping and dumping. Yeah, it's all going to be about utility, the future. I mean, the future of the tokens are going to be all about utility. Um, I do my best to emulate the both of you. Oh, thank you so much, man. It's a compliment, man. Thank you. It's changed my life. Thank you, thank you, thank you. As you emulate us, find out who you truly are is the key. So uh, we are all just reflections of each other. That's why we're here. Um, I've invested in both and believe they're a great future. Good. Thank you. I want to say thank you for a moment. Thank you for all these comments, guys. This helps so much because these comments you're putting out there are really helping each other. This is we're liking the way the show's evolving, where you guys are getting involved. Make sure you hit the like button. Again, go to the description, uh, hit the click. If it's pretty cool, you can see now with the guest, you can actually put in the description or in the title. You can just click Ken's name and it'll go right over to his YouTube channel. Uh, you said spend 150k on rent. Um, a year in Venezuela. Let's see. Say that again. I it lost ten dollars to feed a child a month. You could feed. Okay, I, I I have a response. To this can I respond because I this is what when I first saw a post you did. Okay, so Gary and I, this is the, we we're all light, love and positivity. But remember, I'll never forget this. And some the reason why I'm bringing this up, and I'll let you jump in this cancer. I'm like taking your, this question he's saying. But I remember a post I saw from you, and somebody just brought it up to me just recently. There was a post that I saw that you put up about a private plane, right? And somebody's like, do you know how many people you can feed with that private plane? And, and you were like, yeah, we did. The pilot, the person that's on the plane, the person who built the plane, the person who the janitor cleaned the bathroom. There's so many people that were fed and given jobs through a private, private plane. 
And so like there's a there's a quote too that Jim Rohn says, if you give a million dollars to every single person in the world, do you realize it'll end up in the same person's hands? It's all about the indoctrination here. So I'll, I'll let you take this one, Ken. So he's just basically saying, um, and not not bashing you, Gary. I'm just trying to, it's perspective, right? So what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, no, exactly like the same thing. Everything is a perception at the end of the day. And uh, you know, the building in front of me, for example, the people are paying 100, 200,000 a year on rent, but everything is perspective, uh, perception. But uh, again, you've got everybody in that building, all of the infrastructure that that rent, uh, rental yield is going to pay all of the people who built that building uh, and all of the uh, the ongoing servicing. Uh, you know, it's everything is uh, perception, but uh, I am fully aware of, uh, in Venezuela, how far money goes, and it's a, a very nasty situation. But, uh, you know, I think having that mindset is the wrong mindset, you know, and I'm, I'm completely for, um, you know, helping out those, uh, the less fortunate uh, Especially when it comes to women, you know, I, I believe that men, you know, they, they should be the ones who take control. I prefer, I'm, I'm not so much a fan of uh, handing money to men on the street, but if, if I see women uh, or an old lady, then, um, you know, I'll, I'll go out my way to, to, to help and, you know, to hand some money over. Um, but, uh, you know, it's not nice what's happening in Venezuela, for example, just now. Not at all. And I just think it was an interesting <laughs> It was just really changed my perspective and what I've realized too, and this is just my paradigm, my truth, in order to heal anything or fix anything, I need to heal myself. So what I did was, is I kept ending up poor. I kept ending up losing all my money. Well, the reason why is because I didn't grow up in poverty. I grew up in middle class. So my brain, no matter if somebody could have gave me, well, I did. I made a bunch of money as a, an executive, lost it. Made a, made a bunch of it, lost it. Well, why? Because this was never fixed. So you can hand as much money as possible to people that are in poverty situations. But until this has changed, until a new education system is, is embodied, the best thing to do is to educate the people and to get them to watch channels like this. Because I did an interview with somebody in the Philippines. I think it was Philippines or Vietnam. Maybe. He was asking me a question. This dude is like trying to free his people through education. Not through giving them money. He's like, let me educate you that you're already free. You're already healthy. You're already well. He's changing their mindset. And he's in the same country and he's making money because he broke free from this. His dad broke free from it and he broke free from it. But they live. There's poverty all around them. But they have wealth because they changed their mindset. His dad changed his mindset then he changed his mindset. And so it was just an interesting post. I remember it was a long time ago. You put that up. I'm like, wow, that's so true, man. Because I think somebody had sent to you like or somebody responded or, you know, how many people can you can feed with that private plane? It's like, yeah, we did. There's a lot of people. There's a pilot. There's the person that built the plane, the person that, you know, drove the person to the place to build the plane. There's just it's just a different frame of mind. So uh, let's see. Just just like the Pied Piper uh, led rats through the street. We dance like marionettes swaying to the symphony of destruction. Megadeth. Awesome. I didn't read that very well. That was not very eloquent. Sorry about that. <laughs> Best idea I've heard on uh, sustainable living. Imagine not having to buy food and basic things and investing in crypto. Dangerous. Yeah, they want to stop that. Uh, thanks. Here we go. Let's see if we got a question. Paxos is more legit than anything besides physical gold. Sam, <laughs> Sam Bankman. <laughs> uh, such an interesting diet. Well, also, too, like people say, because I'm really uh, bullish on XRP and Ripple, that I'm, I'm a banker guy, right? I came from the bank. The reason why is because I understand it. It's kind of like a CrossFitter or someone who's vegan, right? When they're vegan or CrossFitter, it's like, oh, man, you need to be vegan. I just understand a lot about the banking system. So XRP, XLM make a lot of sense to me. So I'm able to 
speak about them at an articulate level and I understand the real world solve. And so it's not that I'm, I'm for the banking system or for anything. I'm just understanding that this is where we're heading, right? I could argue all day, but I'm not going to stop the freight train. What's your price prediction on XRP? Um, Man, I just... Over I the next day, what, let's say by 2024, 2025. Uh, could you get the chart now? Yeah, could, I don't know, man. I don't do price predictions, honestly. I don't even know how to chart. I don't even I have a whole team that does all that stuff. I've just never really, I don't ever do price predictions, man. So I'm probably not going to start today, but I just don't. I'm a long-term holder because number one, I don't, I'm just being honest with you guys. When I'm brutally honest, I have a team that reads charts. I don't enjoy reading charts. It does, my brain doesn't work that, that way. I have dyslexia. So I brought on a team that does that. Right. And so I'm like a Warren Buffett. I'm buying and holding long-term. And so, and I have an exit strategy if it goes up. What are your, what are your thoughts based on charts? Like I, yeah, I just don't even know. <laughs> Like I, go to- I don't look at the XRP chart too much, but I'm looking at 64 cents, 92 cents, 123, 167, um, and $3 on the next bull run is the 1.618. Bang on the 1.618 from the last swing high to the low. Um yeah, I think by 2025, we will. I think we'll get a big rejection off of a uh, 195, um, and then we'll pull back to 126, and then boom, we'll break through one dollar 95, and all the way up to three dollars. Nice. Um, but again, I don't uh, understand inner to say XRP and um, exactly you know what it does. Um, and all of the functionalities, you know, I'm just looking upon it as another token, as a, a token that's got volume. So uh, we'll do another uh, session on my channel uh, so that everybody can understand and understand what, what XRP is, why it's significant to the banking system, and why there's such an insane army driving uh, and believing in this token. It probably is the strongest uh, army and tribe in crypto that I've ever come across in my life. Yeah, what they say, just 70,000 strong. I mean, 70,000, it's growing rapidly, rapidly. It's like, it's an interesting dynamic, too. And I, I, I think we're talking a little bit about this, but I, I don't jump into the tribalism shit where, like, I'm not, like, Bitcoin, cool. Ethereum, cool. Like, I just, I'm not, I'm an XRP army guy because I, I love the community. I love the people. I love the vibe that it puts out there. But it's like, I'm, I'm not for people like XRP saying that Bitcoin shit or Ethereum shit. It's like, man, we're all fighting the same battle together up the hill. Like, I don't like the shit of like one against the other because that's, that's exactly what they want. It's like all these narratives are going on, right? They're, they're, they're identifying us into groups so that we fight against each other. Like a civil war is coming in America. If the Republicans take the house and, and, you know, say Trump comes back, uh, not good or bad or indifferent, there's going to be a civil war in America, which is going to be, in my opinion, the collapse of America. Uh, it's going to be Mer- Americans fighting against Americans, which is is completely backwards of the American dream. So Joshua's got a pretty deep question here. How does an NFT identify one bar of gold from another with bars? Would will bars get barcodes? In other words, you can't purchase this bar of gold because an NFT says it belongs to someone. Else. Um, no. Yeah. Don't, don't work like that. So through a Quarify, for example, when we are turning gold into NFTs, you will have a company. And the company will own X amount of gold. Uh, and then one share will equal 
one ounce of gold. So when you invest in gold, then you uh, the smart contract should mint an NFT, and that, that NFT on the blockchain will represent one share in the company that owns the gold. Okay, got it, got it. Good stuff, good stuff. Good questions, guys. we got about two minutes left, so let's see if we can answer some questions here. Yeah, this is interesting. Johnny Ripple put that out. Um, yeah, I was looking at some houses. That I think it's it's dropping pretty rapidly. I've been paying attention to the housing market. Um, I'm getting into the housing market to get a home for my family, and the houses just keep dropping, man. And the last one I looked yeah. at, the lady was like, nobody's coming to the open houses. She, it's literally crickets. They went from like making offers nonstop to nobody making offers. And so it, it like stopped like a freight train. Interest rates are just too high, man. They're not giving mortgages now to first-time buyers in the UK. Wow, really? Holy um, or the, there was something on the Financial Times. Let's see if we can get it up on uh, Facebook. But the, it was some, something to the to the effect that uh, they're not giving out the low deposit uh, mortgages now to first-time buyers. Wow. It says, uh, Ken and Coach will answer this last question here, and then we'll jump off with you guys. It says, Ken and Coach, with businesses that own the real estate, do you guys acquire the businesses with the real estate or just yes. the business itself? Yeah, you want to buy the business. Uh, usually the real estate would be owned by the company. So you'd be buying the company and all of its assets. Got it, got it. Awesome. Man, I love the engagement. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you're listening on the podcast, if you can make sure you leave us a five-star review. Um, you know, if you're watching this on YouTube here, make sure you send this to your friends and family. I know a lot of this type of content doesn't reach the masses uh, just because of the type of content. So if you can do us a favor, hit the notification button, share it. Make sure you go over to the description, uh, excuse me, the title and click on Ken's YouTube channel. Subscribe to his YouTube channel as well. So, Ken, what do what you got some things going on in the future here? And then uh, got anything for the people to close us out? Um. So that again, you're uh, sorry, I didn't get that through the headphones. Oh, no worries. I was just saying we're closing it out here. So anything you got coming up in the future, any projects or besides your YouTube channel, anything you got going on? And then, yeah, so I've got a big focus just now on the YouTube channel. Um, I've employed a YouTube uh, studio to, to help me build the channel out properly. Um, so the channel will be good for everybody to go over to. So that's going to include lots of how to videos. So um, the how to explanation of how to do uh, real estate with no money down, that'll be there. That will be a video, uh, how to do all of the different components of buying businesses with no money down. That will be there, how to um, use the SBA in the USA to buy a business up to $5 million with a small deposit. Again, that will be there. So I'll be putting lots of very important uh, content to help you guys make money with no money, help you with mindset, and doing uh, really cool interviews uh, with people like Coach GV. So we can understand things that I don't know much about, which uh, would be, for example, XRP, um, to really help spread awareness and, and to help you guys understand and understand um, how to uh, break free yourself from the matrix and understand the world for, for, for what it is and all of the lies you've been fed and bullshit all of your life. It's going to be uh, filling up the channel uh, with as much helpful content as possible to get you well on your way um, to help you set yourself free from that matrix and all of these lies. Um, yeah, that, that's about it. It's a good place for you guys to, uh, to hang out. I love it. I love it. And, and, you know, if you're looking for the truth, the truth you seek, as you seek for that truth, when you understand what the truth is, you got to be mentally prepared for that warriors. Cause I think you'll be shocked when you understand what the truth is. The truth has been looking you in the mirror every single day, the decisions you make and these people taking action that are leaving comments. Ken throws up a book. Boom. I read the book. I'm ready. What's next? That is what you need to be doing right now. Cut out all the bullshit. 
cut out the porn, cut out the excessive video game playing, cut out the screwing around poker nights with your friends and let's get after it. You know, make sure you surround yourself with like-minded individuals that are high frequency, people that will clap for you when you're going up, people that will reach down to pull you back up. So The Psychology of Money, another book right there. So we're looking for you to step up into that realm. You are the generational shifter. So this is the greatest time in human history. Don't let anybody fool you any differently. As Warren Buffett says, when there's blood in the streets, that's when they buy. And this is the greatest time. As we always say, warriors, rise, get your shit together. Let's go. Very nice.